Hi, I'm Kevin, and welcome to Maison Mission. I'm so glad that you're here tuning in today. Maison Mission is an inclusive faith community. The word Maison comes from a Greek word that means greater. The Maison Mission is about creating greater spaces for people to hear and experience the good news of Jesus. If you want to learn more about us, check out MaisonMission.com or you can find some links in the description of this program that will help you get connected. But before we get into our talk today, I just have a few announcements. We're partnering with Shift Church on an Ash Wednesday service this week on March 2nd. It'll be at Shift's new home on the corner of 91st and Newberry Road, and we're really excited about it. There's going to be some singing, prayers, uh, the imposition of ashes. It'll be a powerful service, and I hope that you will join us. Our next Maison Live at Cypress and Grove Brewing will be next Sunday, March 6th at 5 p.m. Invite a friend and come on down and enjoy the service, food truck, and the awesome vibe at Cypress and Grove. Maison Kids programs will be available as well. There really is something for everyone, so uh, we hope you can join us for that as well. All right, house churches, we're going to dive into our short video, but I think it really has been nice lately to have a moment to pause and to breathe. Um, there's a name for this practice and it's sometimes it's called mindfulness. Uh, some might even call it centering prayer. Uh, a lot of the older ancient practices in Christianity were really good at doing this. Uh, meditation, repetitive prayers and scripture readings, liturgical cadences, all of it was really great for centering our whole selves around the presence of God. So this week we'll do the same and let's just go ahead and we'll go ahead and start with a moment of calm, steady breathing. Let's go ahead and start. Breathe one more time. And you can just feel like all of that tension just start to release. It's good. Good. All right. Well, this week is our last week in this series known. We've been looking at the book of Luke and specifically the scriptures highlighted in the church calendar during this season of Epiphany. Um, this last week, we're going to be looking at a story in Luke chapter 9, starting in verse 28. All right, I'm going to just go ahead and start reading it. About eight days after Jesus said this, he took Peter, John, and James with him and went up onto a mountain to pray. As he was praying, the appearance of his face changed, and his clothes became as bright as a flash of lightning. Two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared in glorious splendor, talking with Jesus. They spoke about his departure, which was about to bring fulfillment at Jerusalem. Peter and his companions were very sleepy, but when they became fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men standing with him. As the men were leaving Jesus, Peter said to him, Master, 
It is good for us to be here. Let us put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. But he did not know what he was saying. While he was speaking, a cloud appeared and covered them. And they were afraid as they entered the cloud. A voice came from the cloud saying, This is my son, whom I have chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, they found that Jesus was alone. The disciples kept this to themselves and did not tell anyone at that time what they had seen. Okay, so this story is about something that uh, Christians call the transfiguration. Jesus goes up on a mountain with Peter, John, and James, and some really weird stuff starts happening. Um, Jesus' physical appearance starts to change. He starts to glow so bright, the other guys couldn't even look at him. Then these two ghosts of Elijah and Moses show up and start talking to Jesus. There's a cloud that envelops them. And then God's voice says, listen to Jesus, my son. I mean, everything that happens in this story is like an episode of Stranger Things. It's so freaky and weird that all three of the dudes who followed Jesus up the mountain and saw this freaky stuff, they don't even want to talk about it. It's that crazy. Now, we could spend a bunch of time trying to break down everything that happens here, explain it, attach it to some part of God's character, and, and then send you on your way feeling really good about the talk. But, but I, I don't want to do that. I want to zoom out even a little bit further um, today. The transfiguration is really all about the mystery of God. You know, there's this moment in the transfiguration story where, where something more about who Jesus is is revealed to, to Peter, James, and John. Uh, but, but even in that, it's still mysterious. I mean, I mean, Peter, James, and John are asking, should we build shelters for you guys? What, it's good for us to be here. What should we do? And then the, the cloud comes and they just get really confused. But, but today, I, I want to talk about the mystical nature of God and how we can lean into some of those spaces with God. God is a mystery. He is. We don't like to say it and we sure don't like to talk about it, but there's a big thing about God that we avoid that's this. There's a lot about God that we don't know. There's a lot about God that we don't understand. And some of us have even had experience that we can't explain. Some of us have seen miraculous things happen. I know I've seen a lot of things happen that I can't explain. I've been doing this church thing for a long time. I've seen a lot of stuff, good and bad. I've seen fake stuff, and I've seen very real stuff. I've seen God provide miracles for people. Uh, the money shows up, the house sells. The test that should have been positive was negative. The person should be dead, but, but they're alive. People have been healed. I know many of you have seen and heard these stories as well. You know, when we took those deep breaths earlier, we can feel something stirring inside of us, something spiritual. When we pray, we know that we're connecting to something bigger than just our thoughts and our feelings. When we sing worship songs together at church, there's this incredible feeling in moments that, in worship where, where we all feel connected to something bigger that's happening around us. 
We've all heard the saying, the Spirit moves in mysterious ways. God's Spirit, His presence, can be rather mysterious at times. I want to play a short video clip, and I want to preface it by saying it is a very different style of ministry uh, than what we do here at Maison. This is a clip from a documentary that some friends of mine made about a decade ago. The, man, the main person talking in this video is a guy named Chad Johnson. Uh, Chad is a bit of a music industry legend. He, he was the head of A&R for Tooth & Nail Records, which was, a, which was a hard rock and alternative record label. Uh, um, and he was there during most of the 2000 to 2010 period. He, he signed a lot of indie rock bands like Under Oath and Amberlynn. Uh, but in 2008, he felt like God wanted him to get out of the music industry and go into full-time ministry, helping artists go on missions trips. And so this clip is from one of the first big missions trips that he took with uh, his organization called Come and Live. So uh, here's the clip. I first met Angela, or Angela, during one of the breaks at our conference. We felt Jesus challenge us to not isolate ourselves, but to give people our time and energy as he so clearly did. Angela approached me asking if I would pray for her. Would I? It's an honor to pray. I asked what was wrong to find out she had been born deaf in her right ear. If you're anything like me, born deaf spells impossible, and you're beginning to wonder whether you should have stayed backstage after all. Thankfully, Jesus defied impossible by his death and then demonstrated by his life that nothing was impossible to God. I've slowly learned to ask people if they're sensing or feeling anything out of the ordinary while we're praying. Angela was feeling heat and various things going on inside her ear. I was encouraged. What she was feeling wasn't normal to her, but a dead giveaway to me that God was once again at work. So remind her that she's a daughter of the king. And she has huge faith. And God's proud of her faith. And I feel like people have prayed for her in the past. And they've been like, come on, more faith, more faith, more faith. And they put it on her shoulders. That was not God. He, he, didn't, he did not treat people like that. He built, he helped build people's faith. So let, ask her to forgive those who prayed for her that put the weight back on her. Yeah, because we're not doing that. We're honoring her faith. Yeah, okay. Jesus, I forgive all those who dishonored my faith. God. In Jesus' name, I forgive them all for their little faith because they did not see my faith. But we see her faith and we honor her faith. I recall telling Angela that we would pick back up again in the next break. Four times she came and four times we prayed. 
In Luke 18.1, Jesus told a parable that people ought always to pray and never lose heart. Each time, she sensed more heat and more happening. Toward the end of our fourth time, James, myself, and others were praying over her, and I was feeling so discouraged like we had just hit a wall and it was not coming down. I asked God for more grace. Almost instantly, I sensed the Holy Spirit bring Hebrews 10.39 to mind. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who have faith and preserve their souls. I just began declaring the scripture over us, and I want to say within seconds or maybe minutes, her ear popped open. We drove back to our hotel amazed and inspired by what Jesus had already accomplished in our short time in Bogota. I'm, yeah, I'm, wow. <laughs> That'll be a first time for me to see anything of that magnitude and healing. Man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, my mind is just generally jacked right now. Like, I have no clue, like, I mean, that girl was, am I right? She was born, born like that. Born with one ear deaf. Born with one ear deaf. Yep. And now she can hear out of it? Oh, and you can like, yeah, whisper. That's it. Like, man. That was all Jesus. Like, all Jesus. Like, there's nothing physically that a human could do other than just love that girl and then let Jesus do the rest. Like. And that, to me, there needs, there needs to be way more of that. Way more of that. And that's all I got to say. Wow, right? Um, the guy at the end, he's just speechless, right? Kind of like how Peter, John, and James were at the end of the passage that I shared earlier. Um, it's like, what do you even say? Um, I also love that Chad spent all that time explaining to that uh, girl that her faith wasn't too small, but that uh, her faith was huge because she was there and that God wanted to honor her faith. It just sounds really familiar. That, that's definitely my vibe when it comes to faith. Um, and that's how Maison wants to move forward. We wanna honor people's faith, not criticize it. Um, there's something really powerful that happens when God's truth breaks through. Um, why does it take four times of praying for her to get healed? I don't know. Why are some people healed and others aren't? I don't know. We may never understand or know why things happen the way that they do. That video always encourages me though because it makes me realize that there's so much more to God than what I realize. There's so much more to the mystery of who he is and and I want to go with God into those mysterious places, the places where people are healed, the places where injustices are made right, the places where people don't have enough, they find provision, the places where the dead are made alive, metaphorically and physically. 
This is who God is. These are the things that Jesus did. And I hope Maison will become a place where we can be like Peter, John, and James, speechless. Because God is doing stuff that is so wild that we can't even believe it. Let's pray. God, I pray uh, even for those of us who are challenged by um, this video and by the idea of the mystery of God, I pray that you would help draw us closer to you. God, you move in mysterious ways. You move in so many different ways. Um, there is no one right way to discover you, to move in your spirit, to see you uh, present around us. You can do so much more than what we could imagine. And so God, um, I pray that you would just help us uh, in our discussion time and as we continue to peer into the mystery of who you are, Lord, that you would bring peace, comfort, that you would open our ears and our eyes and our minds to see and hear and experience even greater things than what we have already seen about who you are, what you want to do in our lives and in our world to bring your kingdom. God, we love you. We pray all this in your name. Amen.